So yeah, on August 27th, 2022, I moved to Japan. I can't remember what day of the week it was. I think it was like the weekend or something. Um, but yeah, anyway, the the day before I flew over, I had arrived in London and actually the airline I'd flown with had lost all my luggage, which was great uh, because it was all the things I considered literally too important to go a year without in two suitcases. So yeah, I did have a bit of a mental breakdown about that because I'm not being funny. Like when you tell me, sorry, madam, we don't know where your luggage is and you're the logistics and operations department of an airport. It's like, so what the fuck is your job then? Like your job is literally to track luggage so that when it gets lost, you can find it. And like, they told me, no, no, it's absolutely nowhere. We can't find it. So what, it just flew into space then? Like, anyway, ran over because eventually after a couple of hours, they found it. Um, so yeah, so I stayed the night in the airport, like Terminal 4 or something with Saoirse. And then in the morning of the 27th, we met with the other people flying with us. Uh, I should probably mention I was flying as a participant of a programme. So they kind of sorted out like almost everything for me. And yeah, the flight was pretty simple, just long. I did like face masks, watched The Gentleman, drank some free wine, etc. Not to get too technical, but I do believe I was in a state of being neither here nor there for approximately 24 to 25 hours, travelling over 8,000 miles from what was then Her Majesty's green and pleasant pastures seen to arrive in the land of the rising sun at approximately 6pm the following day. So yeah, this is already the 28th of August by the time I landed and we were taken to our hotel, which was KO Plaza in Shinjuku, which was pretty cool. I was on the 29th floor, so I had a great view of Tokyo. I could see like Tokyo Tower and like the skyline and blah. Like Saoirse had a view of like, I don't even know, like a blue building. I don't know, not as fun. Um, so yeah, and then for the next like two or three days, we had this orientation thing. So the company talked a lot about, you know, like life in Japan and, you know, laws, COVID. We had like some teacher trainings and blah. So yeah, pretty boring, but necessary, I suppose. Uh, but I would have actually missed the first part of the orientation on the 29th if Sisha hadn't woken me up 20 minutes before the start because... I had severely crashed in my sleep um, and I hadn't woken up to any of my alarms. So, yeah, lucky, lucky that she was there to wake me up. Um, and then in the evenings, Saoirse and I went out for dinner and to like Harajuku and stuff. And we also went out with this girl we met um, in the meetings before we left the UK called Inez. And one of the nights we were out in Shinjuku trying to navigate the bastard train station, by the way, because it's so fucking massive and confusing to the untrained eye. It's just really difficult. Um, anyway, this Japanese guy who'd been drinking with his mate who, I don't know, yeah, it just, yeah, it just seemed like he was babysitting him. <laughs> Bless him. So they saw us and they came shouting, like they came over shouting like, hero, and they ended up shouting like, fuck you at Saoirse when she told him, that she that she didn't have line which is like Japanese whatsapp but yeah I ended up getting his Instagram because we took a selfie and I wanted him to send me the picture <laughs> oh poor Saoirse anyway yeah it turns out his name sounded exactly like saying the messiah from the bible or so I don't know if the bible or something I don't know if messiah is from the bible or the Quran or yeah but Saoirse and Inez were the ones who made the connection between his name and Messiah and like how it sounds like Messiah so yeah that's henceforth his name forever in our heads 
And yeah, and then on the last day of August, um, that's when I travelled via Shinkansen, aka Bullet Train, to Osaka, which is where I'll spend the next year of my life. Um, well, I'm actually, I'm living in like North Osaka Prefecture, so in a town called Mino. Uh, it's about like 30 minutes by train into central Osaka. So, And the way I would describe it is like if Tokyo is London and Osaka is Bristol, then Mino is like Chelsea or, I don't know, like the Fulham suburb of of uh, Bristol in Japan. So basically it's like the kind of posh residential area of Osaka, which is the fun and edgy city of Japan. And yeah, when I arrived, I was taken to sign all the documents, like my housing contract, my school contract, which by the way, I before I arrived in Mino, I didn't actually know where I was living. And also I didn't know what kind of school I'd be working in. But luckily my accommodation is like conveniently placed and I'm teaching in a middle school, which is kids aged 12 to like about 15, 16, which is what I'd hoped for. So yeah, I was pretty happy. Um, and Inez was going to Nara Prefecture and Sisha was going to Hyogo Prefecture, both of which are like maybe two to three hours away from me by train. Maybe Nara's closer, but yeah, Hyogo is a bit further away. Um, anyway, so yeah, I signed all the documents and stuff and then I was taken to my accommodation. It's literally a small room, basically. And I have, yeah, I have a bathroom and the world's smallest kitchen consisting of a one ring hob and it has three settings on off and also on so the gas is coming up but there's no flame so yeah really small and um yeah oh I forgot to say like the whole time I'd been in Japan which by this point is almost one week I had no data on my phone and also no wi-fi so I hadn't really been able to like go on my phone properly but the next day which is now September 1st I went to sort out my banking and I went like furniture shopping, got some bits and bobs because my flat came unfurnished aside from like a fridge and a mattress. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then my first day at work was September 2nd. So yeah, I met with one of my co-workers who's also on the program called Travis, but she's a girl. Uh, Obviously Travis is a boy's name, but whatever. Clearly her parents decided to cut corners before she was born and planned to kill two birds with one stone when they went to name her. So, wow, yeah, anyway, I I didn't really mean to roast her name that hard just now, so forgive me. But yeah, moving on. So I had to like introduce myself to all the staff in Japanese. I kind of said like, you know, like, hello, nice to meet you. My name's Beatrice, but please call me Bea and that kind of vibe. And then... Yeah, that was my first week moving to Japan. I know Inez had to introduce herself via the broadcasting like equipment in her school, which is just so funny. And like she doesn't speak Japanese, so she had no idea what she was saying because like her script had been written for her, which yeah, it's just so funny. And then the school is that my school is kind of like how you would imagine it. Like it's like built in the 50s, so it's old and like the kids sit at individual desks and everything is done via paper and like yeah, just nice like chill vibes. Um, And then on the weekend, I just, I got my data. And so I was able to call my family. And yeah, I just ended up getting some more furniture and things like food and, and stuff. So yeah, my weekend was pretty busy. But yeah, that was my first week in Japan. I've been here already like, what, five months or something like that. I mean, you can figure it out 
from the date this is posted, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not here to do some mental maths. Um, and I also have some earlier podcast episodes, um, before this one, but they're not Japan related, just FYI. So yeah, if you go to check them out, not Japan related, uh, but I do kind of plan to just focus more on like living in Japan and, and like life in Japan because it's fun. Why not? Um, yeah. And I also have corresponding social media on Instagram and TikTok. So please check them out and yeah, thanks for listening, I suppose. Sayonara, baby.